You're probably wondering, huh, he finally stopped it. He said he wasn't going to stop the podcast, but he fucking did. But guess what? I'm back. Okay? Yes, it's been over two months since my last recording. It's been a crazy fucking couple of months. I was going to set up my mic. I was going to do a nice studio recording for this one to get back into it. But I figured I'm in a new Charlie Bucket studio. It has officially relocated. I'm almost two months into that relocation. I'm a month and a half in. I got to start this podcast just like I started the last reboot in bed. In my bed in the Charlie Bucket studio. CBS, let's go. Who's a fat boy? is everyone doing? This is crazy. I cannot believe it's been this long. I I really, I, I think about doing this pod, I'd say every other day at least. I got to get another episode in. I should do it now. But when, you know, I think I'd, at the end of July was the last one that I did. And I was just in the most angry, depressive state because of what was happening with my house. The place that me and my wife rented uh, was sold as as we've talked about on the podcast, and they booted us out so that they could move in with their family, and it was really tough. And I think that I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until I moved uh, into our new place and got to kind of decongest a little bit. Uh. And, and reflect on what, what was happening. And you know, the people that bought that house, they're not bad people, okay? They're not bad people. But what they did was wrong. How they handled it was wrong. They bought something that looked like a house, it smelled like a house, but at the end of the day, it was an apartment building. And they kicked out everybody in that place so that they could move in and turn it into a house. And they did that by buying a house 10 or 13 years ago in a not-so-good part of town, a town, uh, a part of Toronto that was known for drugs and prostitution. So, of course, he bought in cheap, and then this insane housing market happened. And he's lucky that he was able... He could have made more if he sold it a couple years ago. But he made a fortune, and he was able to pool his money with his parents and buy this house and turn it into back into a home, which it hasn't been for probably 80 years. That's how long this house that we lived in was a rental. It was always owned by ministers. It was called a manse. And the uh, the ministers always rented out the extra room. It was a huge mansion, right? So they they, they created apartments and, and they, they helped build the community. And, and that, that's not happening enough anymore. You know, it, it really sucks. And they felt bad about it, but they didn't own up to it. And that's what that's what really pissed me off. So I feel like we were pretty courteous most of the time, but I did have to just leave a couple of little things, you know? 
One of them, one of them is that I uh, bought a new toilet seat for them because I spent a lot of money on my nice wooden one. Yes, I have a wooden toilet seat. <laughs> and I bought like a piece of foam, like the cheapest, one of those squishy, soft seats from Walmart for under $10. It was absolutely horrible. They apparently immediately removed it. The other thing I'm not going to do for you, if you kick someone out of their home so that your gluttonous, rich family can move in, you think I'm going to clean the fucking oven for you? What world do you live in? People don't do that when they leave rentals and another person's coming in to rent. You want me to clean the oven for you and your fucking family to move in? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, that's the one thing about this family. They just, they're out of touch. And he claims to be a proletariat. They also had the gall to me one time to say, while they were moving some stuff out of a, a moving van, never move, they said to me. Never move. I don't want to move. Anyway, this is the last I'll talk about it because that chapter is done. But that is, I just wanted to get a little bit out there because that is why I have not recorded in over a couple of months. We were really in the heat of it. It kind of boiled to the top when we were moving out and it was brutal. So everything's good now. I got married. I've had the best time of my life over the last few weeks. It's fantastic. I'm feeling more positive Uh, one thing that I have done that, you know, I don't know what I was thinking before, but guys, I am back at a gym. I joined a fit for less, which is a cheaper gym that good life offers. The top membership is 20 bucks a month. That means I can go to any fit for less. I can use their massage chairs, their massage hydro bed, which I tried today. Very strange. Feel like I was assaulted by a, you know, beach wave. I got beach wave assaulted, but it. I think it felt nice, just a bit strange. And the doors are open, so people were constantly walking by, and it made me feel a little bit insecure. I was like, "Is this a joke that I'm doing this?" Are people like, "Oh, look, he's on the hydro bed. Someone actually fell for it." It's a bit silly but I like it. I don't know what all the complaints are about these fever lessons. They're just a cheap gym. If they don't have something that you're used to from like a gym that you pay 60 to $80, who cares? They've got all the equipment. It's clean. Who fucking cares? Stop being such a cheapo. Goodness gracious. So I'm enjoying it. I went today. I feel good. I'm back playing hockey again. So that's going to be great for my cardio and for my muscles and for everything. Played one game. I think I just recovered from it. It's been about a week. My muscles were so sore. Man, sports sports are good for you. I'll tell you that. So I've got my, you know, document here about this episode, stuff that I want to talk about, but it's all pretty dated, a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to take too long. I'm not going to take too long. I just wanted to touch base with you guys, let you know that I am still 
I'm going to ramp it up again, especially now that I'm back at a gym. You know, for someone who works at home, thinking like, oh, I'll just work out at home. I don't need anything. I've got my exercise bike and I can, you know, use an app on my phone and stuff. It's good to be social. We're losing that as a species. We're going to get to a point where we're not even talking anymore. One thing you'll notice is that I've deleted, not that I add anything to it very, very often, but I have deleted my Podcast Fat Boy Twitter account. So I'm pulling out of social media. I'm starting to do it because I really don't like it. I think it's bad for the world. I think the bad outweighs the good. And I think that I think that it negatively affects everybody. So I want to pull out a little bit. I've got too many Twitter accounts because I can't have it all in one place. If I have one Twitter account for hockey, I can't mix it in with all the celebrities and friends and shit that you follow because it's so negative. Sometimes I just want to read about hockey. I just want it to be, you know, or about sports. And the other side, the Trump shit and all that crap and our politics in Canada, it's just like, fuck, I hate it. It's not for me. I don't think it was, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel the same way about all the people that I grew up with. We all, from this little town in Aurora, this little school that I used to go to, all those people don't like social media. I find that very interesting. Very few people I grew up with use it, which is great. Maybe it's a small town thing. I don't know. But I'm pulling out from it because I, I fucking hate it. So, Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod, I know you followed me on Podcast Fat Boy, and I was fucking honored to have that follow. Always dreamed about getting you on the pod. Wanted to hear about the, the romance that started at the Peck Deck. That's where it all began, at the fucking Peck Deck. <laughs> of course, they met at the fucking Peck Deck. Oh, it's hilarious. Who uses Peck Decks anymore? It's, you know, not not a popular machine. Uh, so thank you for, you know, I, did, I don't think I even hit 200 tweets, but thank you everybody for following, for friends to, you know, follow as well. But, you know, this is going to become more of a hidden thing. This is my little, this is my little secret podcast that apparently some people still listen to. I'm still getting some hits. So that's great. Thanks for finding it. Thanks for tuning in. So, I wrote a note that said pizza is officially out. Guess what? That must be a real old thing. It does really fuck up my body, pizza. It, I've noticed it. I pay more attention to it. As you get older, you got to pay more attention to how food makes you feel. And pizza, if I eat it late, what a fucking nightmare. My digestion is fucked for days. I got to, you know, amp up the psyllium. I got to have psyllium if I'm eating pizza because it's so fucking bad for you. There's nothing good about it. Nothing. It's just a nice treat. It's delicious. So I wouldn't say the pizza's out for me, but, you know, I'm trying to scale it back. And, you know, the good thing about not living in the city anymore is I'm not ordering Uber Eats. I'm not ordering Just just Eats. Just, just Eats? Is it Just Eats? 
can't even remember what it's fucking called. Um, skip the dishes. Skip the dishes. I'm not ordering any of that stuff anymore. So that is just a, a, a calorie nightmare, all that takeout. And it's so fucking expensive. So I've been eating really well. Good meals in here. And, you know, I, I've been afraid to get on the scale. I will say over the last few months, because of what I've been going through in Toronto with the moving and stuff, I've just been, you know, I've been drinking more. I've been eating more. It's like I, I was really afraid that I was going to, you know, hit a new high for the weight. I, I was worried I was going to be over 230. So I feared it. I didn't I didn't step on it. During my marriage, my wedding, I had to do a lot of work. A lot of walking around, a lot of labor, because we did it all ourselves with the help of many a friends who I could, I'm in debt to for the rest of my life. They were amazing. But, you know, I was really walking around a lot. Once we got back from that in our little mini honeymoon, I jumped on a scale. I said, fuck it, let's see where we are because this is a new day for podcast, Fat Boy. Where am I at? And lo and behold, I was only at 220. I lost eight pounds since the last time that I checked, which is great. So I'm almost down to like where we started with the podcast. I think it was 2.15 when I tried to start this weight loss podcast in 2014, almost six years ago. <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to my original weight now. That's how hilarious Podcast Fat Boy is, though, because you know what? It's okay if you don't hit those fucking goals. It's about the journey. It's about living. But I feel like I'm on the right track now. And I feel like going to the gym and being social, uh, you know, even if it's ever so slightly, just being around other people, it's good for your brain. I need to do that more. My job is winding down, you know, Hashtag this is year 10 for commercials. You know, I'm not, uh, I won't be continuing, I don't think, in the new year. Once the 20s hit. So, it's just, uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, the dust is starting to settle a little bit now. Now I got to go, okay, what now? You know, you can hide in the storm shelter while the storm's going on. But eventually that storm is going to go away. You got to get the fuck out. You got to pick up the pieces and you got to go. Okay. It's my favorite goddamn month. It's October. I fucking love October so much. I love it because it's, you know, Halloween, scary movies. I haven't watched any yet. I'm going to fucking watch some though. should watch the new Jordan Peele one. This is us or whatever. I haven't watched that yet. going to fucking do it. Man. So one uh, thing that I read that caught my eyes, like I have to talk about this. This is freaking crazy. I read an article where a kid went blind on a diet of Pringles (laughs) and processed ham. (laughs) So was he eating like uh, spam? Spam and Pringles? Jesus. This is like the, the, the fear that I have inside me that this would one day happen to me. I'd wake up blind, go to the doctor, and just ask me my diet. And I say, well, I eat three tubes of Pringles a day and about 16 cans of Spam. 
And for some reason, <laughs> it's amazing that you can have a diet that is so malnourished that your body just tries to reboot. It just like shuts everything down. <laughs> for, and by, by I mean reboot, I don't mean reboot your life. I mean just uh, turn your life into dust so that it can, uh, you know, that matter, that space that you take up can uh, maybe be taken up by someone else. That That isn't such a waste. I hope that if I have kids, they never think that eating Pringles and fucking processed ham is a good idea. How do you not get sick of that? Every once in a while, I fall into a tube of Pringles, as does most people. They're deadly. But I immediately get sick of them. As for the processed ham, I don't think I've ever really knowingly had spam. I think the only time that I did was in Hawaii because spam is like their national food. You go to the Costco in Maui and there are like huge mountains of different kinds of spam. It was insane. And I did try a sushi that had spam in it. (laughs) And it tasted whatever, you know? Who cares? Uh, another thing that I read in the news, you know, th- this is the kind of thing that, I, this is why I want to pull out of, of uh, I keep saying pull out and it just seems kind of dirty, sorry about that, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to remove myself from social media and uh, the news and whatnot. A woman got uh, strep from Rugburn. She tripped on a carpet, did a bit of a flip, got a bit of Rugburn on her shoulder. When she got that rug burn, she got infected with strep. She lost her legs and I think part of her hands. Like, what? And they couldn't figure out what it was because she was getting so fucked up and sick when she was in the hospital. I was like, what the, what the fuck is happening to her? All her kids came in to visit her and they all got strep throat. And that's how they knew. They're like, oh, fuck. You've got strep. Fucking strep. It's always something. If it's not Lyme disease, you know, blood contaminations, now strep. I had a canker on my tonsil a couple months ago. That is the stress level that I was at living in that house to the point where I had a fucking canker on my tonsil. It was insane. It didn't like hurt that much, but it was uncomfortable and there's nothing you can really do about it. Do your saltwater rinses. But it just made me think of Christopher Elliott in the hit hit movie. There's something about Mary when he just started to break out in all kinds of weird boils from the stress. When he said like, have you ever had a white head on your eyelid? I think about that how disgusting he looked (laughs) and how I was afraid that I was going to get that. My goddamn cousin's husband got shingles. I had a dream that I had chicken pox again. I was like, oh, God. Fuck. Can't take all this stress. 
But I'm in a better place now, my friends. I am in a great place. Look, Podcast Fatboy will continue. And I think we're going to start to see some results. I really do feel that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. You know, I'm just I'm just going to cut her short. Right around the 20-minute mark where I like to finish with these. I'm also going to be doing some more writing, which I do on my website. If you go to podcastfatboy.com, I've got something called pod, Blogcast Fatboy. And I'll be doing some writings and ramblings about the world and life, fitness, health, whatever. Just a place for me to, you know, get some thoughts out. Get some writing done. And you know where to find me. Always on iTunes and Stitcher and all that crap if you want to listen to the podcast. Thank you for, you know, the 40 or 50 people that do listen to this. Fantastic. The last thing I will talk about before we go, because this is, uh, I must have made this note about a month or so ago, but the Beyond Meat blowback is hilarious. So if you're not familiar with Beyond Meat, it is a vegan burger that tastes a lot like meat, right? It's supposed to taste very similar to meat. And it does. It's very delicious. All the big fast food chains are starting to sell Beyond Meat, like Tim Hortons, A&W, the list goes on. But with that happening, now you have every nutritionist taking that burger and breaking it down and saying, okay, what's inside this burger? This burger is not actually that healthy. And that is true. You can't just eat like you can't eat fucking a tube of Pringles every day with processed ham. The point of the Beyond Meat burgers is not to eat them all the time and to think that every time you eat them that, oh, this is so healthy. I'm eating a, you know like a spinach shake. That is not the point of it. The one thing that they never talk about is for one, yes, the way that they process these burgers, it's not good for your blood sugar and stuff because they remove the fiber. That's why a lot of people that prefer when they eat veggie burgers, they got black beans in them and, you know, they got more chunks of stuff instead of the ones that look like, you know, real ground meat. Once they strip all that stuff out, your body can't, it, it doesn't have the time to, to digest it. It's like a shot. It gets a, like a, a heroin shot of sugar and uh, glucose. So yeah, we get that it's not good. We get that it's got lots of oil and fat. It may not have cholesterol, but yeah, it's got a lot of shit that can still give you heart disease. But it's also not using any beef, which is a big problem for the environment. That's a huge problem that we have. We have to stop breeding so many cows so that we can kill them and eat them and drink their milk. Their shit creates methane, and the methane is so fucking bad for the environment. Climate change is fucking crazy. This weather is nuts. So before Big Chicken and Big Beef come back at the Beyond Meat, 
anything you get at those restaurants is not good for you. None of it. Not even the salads you get at McDonald's. They're sprayed with shit to keep them fresh. None of it's good. You know, nobody goes to these restaurants for healthy food. It's for a quick food. It's for a treat. You shouldn't be feeding your family with this stuff. But if you do want a little fast food every once in a while, try a Beyond Meat Burger. Yes, you're not going to lose a bunch of weight when you eat it. But you might contribute to helping save the planet just a little. Just a little tinge more than you would with buying the beef. And like everything else that you eat that is not great for you, eat it in moderation. Dear God, lay off the Beyond Meat people. That's where I'm going to end it. Standing side by side with the vegans, as I do. I'm going to come back at you next week, and that's a goddamn promise. Are you ready? I'm going to go have a shower now. 